Uh, welcome to the, the, let's make it a chilled out special, shall we? Yeah. I think uh, we can do that. I'm sorry for springing that executive decision on it. Yeah, air, that's bold. Because that puts a lot of I was pressure ready, on you. I was ready to put a lot of effort into this one. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a chilled out special. Uh, we'll shoot the shit. Because um, I'm pretty tired. This is the problem, you know, it's, it's unprofessional to, and I don't like it on this podcast host when they say that they're tired. It's like, come on, man, uh, put yourself together. But uh, we, we did just filmed two sketches. Um, and sort of used every creative juice we had. Yeah, there's nothing really. There's nothing. So chilled out so, is just a different word for bad yeah. and uncreative. Yeah, so an uncre- a creatively spent chilled out special. But you know, I feel that the kind of the, the kind of pay pigs who listen to us, um, I feel that they they will feel more related relatable to us. We'll be more relatable to them. We'll be more relatable to them because they're chilled out guys. Yes. Yeah. You're How did um, the pay pigs are chilled out? Yeah. Um, how did you celebrate International Women's Day? That's an interesting question. It went surprisingly unmarked in my did it? Though, yeah. Well, it was it was sprung on me. It's International yeah. Women's Day always is. It's International Women's Day. Oh! <laughs> I've got no plan. I've got nothing prepared. Um, so I just had to wing it, really, much like this podcast. So yeah. I, I kind of did a chilled out International. Do you get into Day. the festive season? Interestingly, I didn't see one single woman. <laughs> I didn't see a single woman. Out of respect. Out of respect, because it's like it's their time. Yeah. And you don't want it. You don't want it all got, manned up. Yeah. You don't want to be clogging up the with cock. No. <laughs> no. No. You not, don't. No. Not, not like that. Them. No. It wasn't saying you it like saying, that. Not like said, that. I was not implying that you you need no. to stop clogging women up with your cock. No. No. That's nor was I meaning it like that. <laughs> it was clogging up their day with cock. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you don't it, want big swinging dicks there. walking around. So yeah. out of respect, I closed the doors, shut the blinds and windows. And just quietly got on, got on with my business. It was really funny. A friend of mine, I don't know what I keep thinking about it and I keep talking about it, but a friend of mine very sincerely on uh, International Women's Day said, um, so have you um, donated to any women's charities? <laughs> but said it as if it was like, have you filled out your tax return? Yeah, As yeah, if it was yeah. like a, such an obvious, <laughs> that's just like so funny. Well, I don't they, know what, what they were doing it sincerely as well. Just re- no, re- really, it was like, so have you, you've donated to the women's charity, as if that's like a, how did that come about? I don't know. Well, was this a message? No. Um, okay. But uh, it just really, it just really made me laugh. I don't know why it yeah, made me yeah. laugh so much. But did it you just, laugh? I think right it's probably because face. it's probably because when you hang around with comedians, you normally don't have that level of sincerity, of sincerity yeah, yeah. around those sort of things. Yeah. So it was just it was like a nice like jolt back into back into some sort of weird reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I like the idea of just assuming someone's gonna. Because it, it, as soon as you as soon as you start sending money to women's charities on International Women's Day, then you got, you know, you, you have to be sending to Ukraine. There's a lot of international. Do you know days. what I mean? There's a lot of international days. Yeah, and like Black History Month, you got to be. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like, like you should be like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of vibe out what I'm feeling charity yeah. wise. Yeah. But you can't have it as like you have. Well, you've to, kind you of can't. Got, you have to pay certain charities. You've kind of got to do all of them or none of them. Yeah. <laughs> To be honest, because once you start and pick, once you start and pick a favourite, you start and prioritising minorities and that. which is oh yeah, let, let, let's rank races, shall we? That, yeah. that's that ends well. Which is what your response should be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want me to start ranking races next, do you? Here we go. Here we go. Mexicans. <laughs> no, no more. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> but no, it's uh, yeah. Once you know colours to the mask, mask, and show that you're some sort of charitable and/or cause-based individual. The causes that you choose to support. It's like doing an Instagram story. And I've seen, and like, I, you either don't post about stuff. The problem is, I've seen people be silent on the Ukrainian thing, but post immediately when Shane Warne died. And that, 
there's a balance that you've got to do. Yeah. And it's well, it, what is what is the shame ward Ukraine balance? <laughs> that's the thing that I think this, the, however many episodes of this podcast we've been doing is what we're trying to work out, and what, we're not there yet. We're not there. And it's fair because in, uh, my immediate reaction was I didn't hear anything about Ukraine from you. Um, but then what, it, Shane Warne. No, not Shane Warne, the person who posted the okay. show. Well, I, I I didn't hear anything about. Shane and then Warren. it's like, but he's a cricket fan, and it's like yeah. it's almost like a personal thing. So I kind of withdrew. On yeah, it. but I'm sort of a fan then of children not dying. So, so it does make you think. <laughs> That's one of my hobbies. Well, yeah, what pondering children not not dying, dying. and just being yeah, yeah children are alive. That's children are alive, and that's be- not because of you. No, it's not because of me. But you just like the idea of it. Right? <laughs> it's like that's, that's well, I guess in, you're in my, luck. one of my interests. You're mostly in luck, then. Yeah, <laughs> you you've had a pretty successful hobby thus far. It's, it's the, you'll be yeah. pretty it's, yeah. yeah it'll be bad luck to encounter the, the worst possible it is sad it's Shane Warne as much as he was for people who don't know he was also a cricketer um, as well as being a, a hair loss, a hair loss tra- yeah, that's yeah. how I know him as the face of the, the best the kind of the brave face yeah, of because yeah. we've talked about, as we've talked about this many a time many a time many a time yeah. we are big believers in reducing the stigma around uh, hair supplements around yeah. uh, as we said if you're the balding one of the lads and you go to Turkey you get a hair transplant if you're you not walk in, from us if you walk into the pub you know maybe you've got little you've little got tufts. you've got like a you used to be bald and now you've got a full afro yeah. you won't hear a you won't hear a peep of yeah, us yeah. If, you slip, <laughs> if you slip up on a word you're going to have a horrible rest of your night yeah 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 we're going to be roasting you but if you were what, fully hairless and bald not even going to pop down it. to Turkey you come it. back with dreadlocks cool how are you doing Pete? how are you Nice to see you. What drink can I get you? Nothing's changed about you whatsoever. Don't even acknowledge it. Just allow it to happen. That's and you know Shane Warne was the kind of the the brave he was pioneer. The that, he yeah. was the brave pioneer of it. He you was. know he's made a lot of money through cricket. I don't think he needed to. So it was clearly mm. a cause clo- close to his heart. Yeah, I know. I think so too. Yeah. It is the best advert that you'll ever see of him and I think it's Mark Butcher. I think it's Mark Butcher just doing it and it's just delivered like it's obscene. It's just like, like a Shane Warne ball, you know, wonky. Is this Googling. our tribute to him? Yeah, yeah. No, this is a Shane Warne special. Shane Warne special. <laughs> yeah, no. He was he was really good at bowling. He was bloody, he's bloody good at bowling. That would be my obituary. No, he was a, it, it, it was sad when he died. It was sad. It was a bit of shock. Yep. Um, did he? So he died of a heart attack in Thailand. I don't know if it was in Thailand, but yeah, I guess. Why, so. why do I think it was in Thailand? Could be. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Could be. Could be anywhere. Really. Um, but if Had it's a heart attack somewhere. in Thailand, I feel it's coke and hookers, man. Is that offensive? No. Well, to what? To like what? He, Shane been, Shane Warne. He's been dead a week. Yeah. Well, speculating whether he was actually died from a drug overdose and using prostitutes. <laughs> I think that might be offensive. What? What if it's true? Does it stop being offensive as soon as Could, it comes? Yeah, but true? I think yeah. If, if so of course, is it, is, if, it, is, if it's, it's true, retroactively true, then yeah, it's no longer. Offensive. I think speculating on a death in like giving it. But what one if of I'm worst, right? Well, does it does it make it unoffensive in retrospect? Absolutely. Obviously, right now absolutely. it's an offensive thing to do. Correct. Yeah. But if it comes out that I'm right, yeah. then you, oh, I need a full apology from you. That for is slandering me on live podcast. I suppose if, if your definition of slandering someone is them saying, "Is that offensive?" <laughs> yeah, that, then no, I that guess was so. Yeah, because you knew what you were doing. I, yeah, yeah, no, because, <laughs> no, because you naturally doing. you're trying when, to turn these cuts against I, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm more shielding myself from the fact that con- from the shame worn from the shame worn controversy that we're getting into. Ooh. Um, well, who who knows? Yeah, who knows? It could have been a, a hair loss thing gone wrong. He could have could have could have had a botched. That's the first thing. Again, we're still doing the thing I said we probably shouldn't do. 
Well, sadly, I've now I've now spread it too thin because I've said two separate ones. So yeah, yeah. No matter if I'm right with one of them, I'm offensive. You've been offensive I, in both. I yeah. should have just stuck with one yeah, and just nailed yeah, my yeah. colours to the mask. And now you're you're definitely going to be wrong with one of them unless some really mad thing happened. <laughs> Yeah, but in, in all seriousness, International Women's Day. Um, yeah, what did what did you do? For I it? think. Um, well, I, I was with my girlfriend, um, and I let her finish all her anecdotes. Oh, every single no, <laughs> not all of them. Come on, come on, don't be all silly. of them. Every I didn't one. belittle her, belittle her in public. I didn't undermine her you didn't, confidence. You didn't un- no, I don't. I, I right. The, there was a, the anecdote was a joke. I don't believe you didn't undermine her I confidence. Undermi- I undermine her confidence. Of course, you undermine her confidence. You can't go a day without doing it. <laughs> You're never in the but same I tried, room. But I tried. <laughs> I tried not to undermine her confidence, but and I think that's enough because it's yeah. A, it's there it's, about, it's about that, giving uh, it. A, there are some things that are impossible, really, aren't they? <laughs> and like, it's more the at least. Allowing them to see that you've tried to achieve the impossible yeah. is maybe the important thing. <laughs> exactly. Which is maybe what International Women's Day is all about. Yeah. yeah. Trying to not try. belittle women's confidence. <laughs> well done, guys. Well done, guys. You've given it one day, and then just exactly. the relief when it turns yeah. midnight and just a barrage of insults. Richard Herring does quite a funny thing on Twitter um, where um, every time he finds everyone who tweets when's International Men's Day and then comments the date of International Men's Day because yeah, there is a date there is a day yeah, but yeah. still because obviously men don't care about International Men's Day still yeah, yeah, yeah. every time where, there's well, thousands of are, they, are people still and it's that? still like November 17th and whatever it is yeah, yeah. November 17th it went in touch with November 17th, 17th yeah. but what about when to, November 17th <laughs> yeah. no it is it's good for that though, that's yeah. good stuff um, I was also I, I, it's I, very close to Pancake Day International Women's Day well there's a lot of um, as we talked about no. What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Is it a coincidence? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't think I don't no, believe no, in coincidences. Do not. That close. That's, a, that's that, our, that close to Pancake That day. is a horrible way. If you really didn't believe in any coincidences. <laughs> oh my god! Horrendous way to live. <laughs> Why is it that close? No, you wouldn't be able to go on. Actually, you could What if you? If literally nothing was a coincidence. No, no everything. No, nothing was a coincidence. Yeah. So it'd be like everything if we, means. If we, if everything we, means something, or everything's a conspiracy. So if, if, for example, you walk in... Look, we're both wearing white socks. Yeah. And if you don't believe there's... That, that you is, believe, that's technically a coincidence, I guess isn't that it? would be... that. You, yeah, it is. So, so that's technically has to be considered a coincidence. Yes. It's, it's, it's not a coincidence that we're both wearing trousers, is it? <laughs> yeah. Don't, that's not, that can't be a coincidence. Well, white socks in our fashion world is not a coincidence. What does it matter? A coincidence needs to be you're both doing something... Yeah, but I think you can have more major or minor can, coincidences. Or can I you think really? In a sense, it's a coincidence we're both wearing trousers. But is it a coincidence we're both? The, it's a coincidence that we're both alive at the same time. Yeah, but that's like history. one of the biggest coincidences ever. I don't know why. It, yeah, <laughs> of course. That's a huge. That's a huge one. I don't know why you're, we're trying to find small ones. <laughs> what do you mean? We're trying to find little coincidences. Yeah, it's a coincidence that we were born on this planet in this country at exactly the same time. Would yeah. that be a coincidence? Maybe? Yeah, no, no, I guess yeah. it is. Of course, it bloody is. But if you don't believe in any, I think no. If you don't believe in any coincidences, and you take every, <laughs> and if we take coincidence in its most minor definition, such as wearing the same colour socks, let's just do that. It would be like so. I think even us wearing trousers would, is a coincidence. I guess because we you, had the option not to, but then, in a sense, there's such a clear rational reason why we're wearing trousers and why we're wearing white socks. Yeah, but if you don't believe in that, that would that would imply coincidence. Precisely. So what it would p- imply if I walked up here and were wearing both trousers and socks? Is that a conspiracy? Like, you watching me get trousers? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Have you got cameras in my room? <laughs> yeah. 
Are you trying to freak me out or something? Because <laughs> you would imply that there was an intent behind you wearing the socks and trousers. What an awful man that would be. <laughs> I don't think you can make it part. I, I honestly, and I say this sincerely, think you'd kill yourself in a week. Okay. All because right. of the paranoia, finally, the paranoia think going yeah. through your head. Do you think we finally found the, the thing we can do that uh, would you rather of would you rather think everything's a coincidence, nothing, yeah, yeah. think literally nothing's a coincidence or shout every word that shout you read? Shout every word you read. Definitely. Uh, still, because if think- you think about the coincidence, <laughs> you, everything, you'll be, the, you'll be paranoid about everything that's ever happened and that will ever continue to happen. So do you think you'd you'd rather imagine, shout every word? Imagine what, like, just let's just take, let's just say someone thought. For people who don't know this, angel, oh, yeah. uh, we, we basically found the perfect one half of a dilemma. Still trying to find the other. But we're trying to find the other. So if you could suggest, actually, because this is when creatively you guys can actually be of some use, uh, is find the other half of the dilemma. Because the perfect one half is shouting every word that you read which is the funniest thing yeah so if you're reading a book it'd be like and then the two cities and there was a tail between them both or warning do not step on the grass <laughs> every single boy's walking. gone wild vna every i've i've read your top several times eddie murphy is <laughs> eddie murphy eddie murphy eddie murphy the nutty professor it would be a nightmare yeah. mostly in public situations but also yeah. trying to find love yeah, you know, but but also a coincidence, not believing in any coincidence. Let's just take the, let's say they don't believe in, they do believe in other coincidences. It's just yeah. if you were like, if you don't, if you wholeheartedly just the sock one, okay? You just believe that there are no coincidences of like clothing. And you believe that there was a conspiracy every time you wore the same colored socks as someone. That is enough for me to take the shouting. Just if it was socks. Every time someone wears the same pair of socks as you, you think they've conspired <laughs> against you to wear the same colour socks in some sort of weird power move. There's no such thing as a coincidence. I would, I would kill myself in a week. <laughs> you would trust no one. You wouldn't trust anyone. In the shouting one, get in the shouting one, people don't want to be around you. <laughs> in the sock one, you, you don't want to be around other people. And I think I prefer to put the burden on other people. <laughs> I think it's a noble You'd thing. You'd rather to do. be shouting pe- around, chasing pe- after people shouting at them. There are ways to combat the, the shouting one. You could just. Yeah, live in a house with no words is for one. Just wear. You can wear like um, blind glasses. <laughs> It'll be a nightmare. If you had like really blurry glasses so you can just about <laughs> see around. <laughs> so you can just about make your way to places. You'd avoid shouting. Like on the. Because my way is on like on the tube. On the tube is where you're reading everything. You know when you're like bored and you read the adverts, you read the just the lines and you count how many stops there are. <laughs> Bethnal Green, Stepney Green, <laughs> Audible Street. Make your journey more listenable with Audible. <laughs> Do you have trouble with athlete's foot? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. It's honestly a nightmare. But there's a Whereas if you had these blurry glasses where you can just see enough to get around, but you can't actually read anything. Because thinking about it. Even like Adam has got terrible eyesight and can't. Does he? He, he can't bloody see, mate. He can't. Why does he not get glasses? Because he can't be bothered. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he said, he said, as long as he's not getting headaches, he'll get by. He 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 once missed. That's a horrendous. He once approach. kept. He was. We were coming back from a dinner party separately. He was a by dinner himself. party. Yeah, we. Oh, a dinner party. We had knocking. <laughs> That's very fancy. It is very fancy. <laughs> yeah. And we went back to different places. Very and he had to get back by himself and he can't read. And he was standing. It was quite late. 
and what a 20 minute journey, 25 minute journey took him an hour and 20 minutes because he was he was standing at the bus stop and he couldn't read the number <laughs> of the buses so he didn't know which bus he knew which number he had to get but he couldn't see what was coming towards him wait was it uh, so he kept this is the most Adam story you hear he kept flagging down buses getting that and then just when he could read the number he's like oh no sorry that's not me <laughs> kept doing that did that for three buses and then on the fourth one did it it still wasn't his but he felt too embarrassed so he just got on and then went the completely wrong way and then had to then walk like an hour <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous but that's not that's more about how he's shit with transport though and maps and any of those sort of things that's and it's like that's not about that do you not think that's about him not being able to see because you yeah. can't he knows he knows like if he needs to get on this bus to get on the right number it's just he couldn't see the numbers and then felt too socially the, the problem with that is once you've already held, remember, you, once you've already held down three buses for the fourth one where he just fought too so felt too socially awkward and just got on the that bus driver doesn't know you've yeah, held down that's three what I mean. buses you've just it's got to keep going it's the same thing once you've held it's down more one, just relivering a bad memory reliving a bad memory but i think it was just fucking <laughs> you're not adding on. on to it yeah. unless it was the same dude every time that would be bad well that if would the also guy was be going the trippiest world <laughs> if the guy's going around in a circle yeah i i would have more questions about what the bus driver is doing oh you fucking know, why are you still driving this bus but then he'd be like why are you still flagging me down <laughs> And it's it's like no such a, thing as a coincidence. It's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a real just standoff because you're, you're both freaks, aren't you? Yeah. But if you're like that and you can't read things far away, yeah, and you can get glasses to imitate that, I think you could go about life in an okay way. Yeah. So yeah. I guess just having really bad eyesight, um, and just okay, I guess so. But then not not uh, never believing in a coincidence. So for example, if you arrive on the platform and the train arrives as you arrive, that's that's what that, that would but be then every, that would that would be considered a coincidence you will live in a permanent <laughs> state of paranoia because if you don't believe in co- if you don't believe in coincidences you believe in a, a certain well it's a, a divine intent it's like the destiny it depends how you interpret the lack of coincidence yeah because if it's a, a kind of religious thing then you can see things positively yeah. the, the i'm wearing the same socks as my friend because we're connected I got to the the train pulled up right as I arrived to the platform because it's important that I get to what I'm doing on time. Or there's a grand lizard conspiracy (laughs) trying to kill me. So it depends. It depends how you're interpreting the. Well, it has to be negative. Has to be negative. Or else it does completely. Without a shadow of a doubt, I'd go for the shouting things when I can say them. Without a shadow of a doubt. And do you agree or do you not agree? Yeah, I think yeah, you 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 genuinely have to go for the shouting one because at least you actually. Though probably growing, oh, you see, we implying that you've grown up with these, grown up with what? These conditions, or are they? I think one of them just has a name, and it's called paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, but I'm saying, have you had this since birth? I don't think you make it past birth. <laughs> I think you die in childbirth if you have the coincidence thing. <laughs> well, if you've had the because what's what happens if you do have it from birth? The the shouting one. What happens before you can read? No, 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 no. It, you have to learn to read. Just like, no, it's just, it's just as... <laughs> no, it's only when you learn to read. So imagine being the teacher that teaches that kid to read. <laughs> Stop. No, no, no. Duh, duh, or or Dog. Dog. No, no, I'm right here. You don't need to shout it. Dog. Dog. The dog went down the hill. Did I do it right? And then it's slowly developed. Imagine being that kid's the dog went down the hill. Imagine being that kid's classmates as he slowly learns more words and it slowly <laughs> becomes more of a problem in their life. It'll be hell. 
Who the hell's the one? Because he keeps learning more and more. But if I was the parent, I'd whack a pair of those blurry glasses on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be sorted. He'd be done for life. I'm imagining them being like really quite small spectacles that make your mm. eyes look giant. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyes look Make it look like shy. a freak. Make it look like a freak. Because they'd probably have to be because they're blurry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'd be like, it magnify your eyes. The so. massive, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it will work. Because even if I put a pair of your glasses on and walk yeah. around all day, I'd have terrible headaches. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to read anything. <laughs> and, and thus wouldn't be able to shout anything. Yeah, I think you actually keep more of your brain intact if you shout every word that you read than if you think there's no such thing as a coincidence. Well, yeah, because as soon as you block yourself out from reading things, you're in automatically stopping stimuli coming in. Yeah, you're going to get dumb. I guess that's not the perfect dilemma because we're both the, we, we kind of need a dilemma where we can both put strong arguments for either. But yeah, I and think un- it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty hard to make an argument against The coincidence thing is a bit too abstract as well. <laughs> it, it requires too much interpretation. <laughs> like the speaking thing is very clear. We need someone who's... <laughs> As obvious as that. Because even like if you try and make it an easy interpret like flip of like you everything you you hear, you shout, but I'd definitely rather read. Yeah. Can't really do it. Everything you hear you shout. Everything you yeah, smell. That's, that's... Everything you smell you shout. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you don't really smell. No, because it just wouldn't be yeah. Smell's the one you it's... Yeah, because you can just well, not smell. smell. You, you do it's... yeah. Smell's actually the most optional sense. Yeah. No well, taste blocks. probably. No, because you're going to have to eat something or you're going to die. <laughs> Isn't it? Fuck's sake, come on. Yeah, but you could... Um... Inject. Yeah. And you think that's easier than putting nose plugs in. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Let's grow up. I don't smell much. No, no, I, no I, I don't use my my smell as a sense. I don't map... You don't have to purposefully use it. <laughs> you don't have to go around and pop. No, but my, I, my mum my maps space by smell. She maps... We're going to have to get into that. <laughs> no, my mum is the most... Uses smell as... Well, I think it's partly comes She's from her being... a smell cartographer, is she? <laughs> but I've just never seen someone... She sort of... She, she, she always is like... And she's just very sensitive to it. Mm. And... Um, just will always be like reacting like a like a dog or an animal would. Yeah. And I just feel like in my head is she's sort of like mapping space. Through <laughs> smell. This she is, can tell distance and, and yeah. terrain. I um this is something funny actually. Um is it your you know the conditioner in our shower? The pink one. The pink nozzle with the uh, what is this like Aussie Aussie something volume thing? Okay, not I was in the shower and I'd run out of conditioner myself, so I um put on I used a bit of that, put it in my hair. Yeah. And then like found myself suddenly being turned on. <laughs> and I was <laughs> And I was just watching. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" As in, like, genuine, just like flood of like, really aggressive sexual feelings coming on. Because of what? And then I, because, and then I kind of like smelt it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I used to have sex with someone with that conditioner. Really? My ex girlfriend used to use that conditioner. I realised I forgot. I thought, "What is that?" <laughs> In the shower, I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I knew it was the smell. And I was yeah. like, "Who did that?" And then when yeah. I Got in and then saw it in the shower. The next time I got in, I remember seeing it in yeah. the shower. So the smell, th- like that's one that of because it triggered an emotional in terms memory. Of your mum mapping out things in smell. I think I mapped previous sexual experiences <laughs> in smell. Because yeah, as far as senses go, the 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 nose is kind of like it doesn't get much of a shout out. It's definitely a bit part player when it comes to the senses. Because if yeah. you think about fucking sight, like that's like 
Well, the, the, that's a goat, isn't it? The, the sight, sight is goat. It's, <laughs> unfortunately, it's the Michael Jordan. Of it's undisputed, und- undisputed, but in a way, it monopolizes the other senses. It does. I mean, yeah, sight. Because everyone like there's the the, the sight other, and sound. The other, sight and sound, sure. And there's the classic. Would you rather is would you yeah. would you rather not see or or hear for the rest of your life? Yeah. And most people's instant reaction is see. Yeah. They'd rather know. They'd rather see and not hear. But when you get into it, there's some there's some really important stuff in hearing. Music, isn't it? Music. Talking to your friends. But then, like, close your or eyes. making all your friends. Imagine that forever. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, this isn't excellent. But, like, I think just, I, and I'm not saying I, uh, it's it's an easy choice, but I think it's harder than people think it is. It's true. I'd when say you think about I, not I'd hearing lose, your friends. I'd lose hearing. You can't socialise with your friends anymore. They're going to hold up little... Little cards. Whiteboards. <laughs> no, you, you could can't. learn to lip read. No, no, no. Lip read, yeah. sign language. But speaking back, you'll eventually lose your voice. What? Yeah, when you go deaf, you lose your voice eventually. You know the deaf voice? Yeah. That happens when you go deaf. Yeah. No, but you yeah. just sound... You just no, sound- you stop speaking. You can still speak. People, no. They don't. People don't because you can't speak properly. You it's don't. It's not verified. You know, where, did you, is, where did you know this? This is... At, um, well, my... My stepdad is born into a deaf family, so I am quite famous. Yeah, they're both 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 of them wild, fucking crazy, and I didn't know. No idea. I had no idea until like four years into their relationship, and that completely changes the guy. I think I said this before, but we've got some new fans. Um, So, my stepdad was born. I guess we've said it pretty much. Was born. Both his parents were are deaf and completely deaf, and I think they were both deaf from birth. And they met at like a... A like, conference. Is that meant to be a joke? No, it's not meant to be a joke, but I'm saying that's probably... Because that's probably the one thing they can't go to, a conference. Why not? Because it's mostly about speaking, I guess. Yeah, I guess it, I, I'm talking about like a communal I meeting. Thought, yeah, yeah. A meeting, meeting. Or just like a I deaf conference where speakers. no one can understand what's happening. <laughs> but that's probably how they got on. That's yeah. probably how they got on. Yeah. No, no, yeah, just like a deaf community thing. So I think they met there. So he was born into that family. Never... Like didn't couldn't learn speech from his family. Yeah. Didn't never heard their voices, kind of thing. It's crazy, absolutely insane. And, and he's, he's now he's an incredibly well adjusted man, a very well adjusted man. Yeah, and that free like, like very he's a very normal man, very normal man. But like so, him and Ollie, my stepbrother, could like fluent. Because you sign think language. there'd be like um, yeah, that's crazy. The fluent sign. No, yeah, because no when idea. she when like she comes over and stuff, you have to. And I'm really bad at that. What sign language? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know the vowels. A E I O U. So I have to speak purely in vowels. Hey! That's not when I see it. It's like, hey! And she does something really bad on it. Oh. Oh. And then when I'm offering her a drink, I point and go, you? You? That's good. Yeah? That's good, yeah? Yeah, that's all I've got. Um, But yeah, no, it's a very odd thing to find out about someone when you've known them for four years because you think you should be doing something a lot more terrifying. Yeah, you should. Well, it's more like there's so many like you hear so much about developmental issues about Mm. like that kind of early phase of growing up that like growing up in a silent house. Yeah, like surely that means that you'll you'll end up with loads of these hangups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might. God, it is strange. And he's like one of the most well-adjusted men I know. Incredibly well-adjusted. As as the same with me. Um, Well, you were very well-adjusted. No, we're both. That's how we got on. We're both like we're just too well-adjusted. It is odd how much you two (laughs) see each other and get on, isn't it? (laughs) Because we're both so well-adjusted. You are, and you can see that far away. (laughs) These these two. That looks like a well-adjusted guy, and he's doing the same. (laughs) And you just naturally meet in the middle and Um, talk about. But sport I'm sure I'm sure we talked about this because I do always discuss this whenever this is brought up is the Stevie Wonder um, 
paradox, which is, as far as it goes, Stevie Wonder is apparently, and I say apparently genuinely, apparently blind from birth. Sure. As far as it goes. Which seems unlikely. Okay. As far as I... As far as the eye can see. I guess there's something... I I I was always I'm always surprised he never sings. It's about a joy being, to watch you stumble over this. <laughs> I'm always surprised he never sings about being blind. Yeah, he's always singing love songs that are like kind of poppy hip song hit songs. Yeah, and I poppy I, I, hit song is a yeah a dis disservice to him. But he dresses great. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're that big, you'll have a stylist. Yeah, I guess so. He isn't just fumbling around in the dark wardrobe, <laughs> seeing what happens. There are people when you're a massive megastar who will dress you i get i guess there's something just it, it, it i really i'm a huge fan of his music i think he's brilliant you just wish you could see <laughs> yeah. well yeah yeah i do wish you could see <laughs> yeah well me too yeah part of me is like i can understand if he had seen and then went blind but the fact that he's never seen anything right and then comes out with the music. Can he's you come arrive out with. at your point? My point is, I don't know where how he's inspired enough, having yeah. never seen a thing, to write music like that. Well, he, he hasn't seen anything. Yeah, but he's well, never seen a thing. He has never seen a thing. But he's a lot of his. He yeah. wrote "Living in the City," and it's like you haven't seen any. But that's You've about that never song's seen about, that song's about growing up poor. But he hasn't seen anything. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. Jay doesn't even know what to, anything looks like. You don't. You don't need to see. Growing up poor, it helps, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not—it's not everything. What do you know about living in the city? You can't even see. No, but that's a song about growing up poor. But I'm he's like, saying, like his mom like, works for so what's hours. The song, songs go. You never made some dollars. His this part of pen, part of post for many, and you can bet. But I'll be like living, living is in, living just enough of the city. He's talking about his mum working hard and getting. That's all no fine. Money. I would be. It'd be more fine. believable if it was called living in the city blind. <laughs> do you know well, what I mean? I think what you're trying to do him is pigeonhole him. No, I'm not. But I'm saying that he's never even discussed it in a song. I don't think it would. But yeah, do you know like superstition? Uh, bum, bum, bum. Superstition, and then I want him to be. Like, I'm also blind. Very superstitious. And I'm also blind. <laughs> you just wanted to net, like chuck it in there. I wanted to chuck it in there because I'm like now. I as soon as I found because I, I didn't know as soon as I found out he's blind and then you hear all these songs which he does he definitely doesn't give off any blind energy. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. When he, in his songs, but that's now. Now I agree. I think as as a songwriter who <laughs> he hasn't know, really delved into the most kind of. Well, you, you think write about what you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in fairness, in fairness, Stevie could have dedicated a couple of hits to being blind. Just, I want to hear about the experience then, of being a blind man. But how much can you? How much? What can you do with it? Like, well, it's more about him, him lamenting the melancholy of like that's, you know. But then, it, then if it, I could because only was, see your face. You know, yeah. something like that. That sounds like something you could be doing. But then that kind of adds into Isn't the whole. Isn't she lovely? Apparently. <laughs> But she's apparently lovely. <laughs> My friends say she's beautiful. <laughs> but no, listen, because this, this, and I think we're we're on risky territory again this episode. Yeah. But that's, I think, part of the reason maybe he hasn't, and I am speculating here, is that because he was blind from birth, 
there's not much to lament as much because that's been his existence infinitely. If he went blind and then he met the love of his life, you'd be more interested in what her face looks like. Yeah. But because you've never known sight, yeah. you can't lament for the lack of it. Yeah. I guess so. And then he, that's therefore you're kind of writing about the... You're not... If, you've, if, if something has always, be the, always been like that, you're not going to miss... You're, you're not going to really miss it. Yeah. If uh, all humans were blind... It'll be a nightmare, but yeah. we wouldn't be talking about <laughs> our songs. Wouldn't be about because we wouldn't understand. We wouldn't nightmare. understand. It would be a nightmare, <laughs> but we wouldn't understand the concept of sight. Yeah. So we never. You can't miss something you don't understand. But he sings about it like he does. What sight? How? Give me a lyric where he describes something in color. Isn't she lovely? Yeah. Well, come on. Yeah, I guess. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Come on. I guess so. And he's, he's actually talking. He's talking about his daughter there, not his love. He doesn't. He doesn't know if she's lovely. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess just a couple. I, I wouldn't have mind some references Which to the is, blind. No, experience. I agree, and I, I think overall. <laughs> and I'm a huge Stevie Wonder fan. I think by overall the way. you I'm are not... off the mark, but I, agree, <laughs> but I agree that one or two hits dedicated to being blind would be nice, or like a melancholic number, like in the album. But I. But no, I actually no, I don't. And I think I understand why he doesn't. Because you can't miss something that you've never had. Okay, that's good. We, we can certainly end that on that. Um, I suppose we can, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, uh, I went skiing this uh, you hit weekend. You the slopes, which, did you? Yeah, which I, I feel... Uh, I, I didn't post about it on Instagram. And I don't... I, I, I thought about talking about it on stage. But I'm like... The thing is, in my experience, as soon as you bring out your ski, people immediately don't like you. And there's a there's yeah, an immediate there's an immediate setback. Well, it depends of, how quickly you bring up skiing with people. No, I don't think that is. I think that the fact that you've been that one's been. So you think with your oldest friends? Not oldest friends. No, there must be a time period where you've been friends with someone where they're going to still like you even though you went skiing. Not not don't like. But I'm saying I'm more saying in comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I've it, seen on, some comedians post that they ski and they kind of get and away they with it. Still have a career. No, they have a career, but they can Disgusting. get away with it. But I think it's because of. It's almost like, of course I ski. I don't know why you just. Why is this news to you guys? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the like name the moustache. Yeah. It's like what? Well, obviously. Yeah. What? What? Were you surprised that yeah, I ski? Yeah, yeah. Obviously. So yeah. don't don't be like, oh, you know. Yeah. Obviously I ski. It's I their fault. Yeah, but it's I'm saying anyone fault. who's like, oh, I'm surprised he skied. That's like it doesn't. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. But if it's someone who definitely you assume skis, yeah. then says. I've skied. It's you like you fucking. Have, you should have invested this far into the conversation and then be pissed off that he skis. <laughs> exactly. Because for obviously, the moment you start talking, you should I, be thinking. He skis. He obviously <laughs> skis. And therefore, your lack of understanding that he skis is on you. It's on me. Not What's you. the surprise thing? No, yeah, yeah. So if you were the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, there is no shock. There's no yeah. shock. Yeah. So yeah, if someone was to judge you for skiing, then they haven't judged you adequately in the, <laughs> the, the inception like, oh, of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've skied. You skied. I have skied. I used, I skied before. <laughs> hilarious. You skied. Before I really the had a crash before. I, like I've never had more. Well, my it's such a stark representation of my family's fall from like the middle class dream to yeah. to not the middle class dream post divorce. Yeah. We used to ski and then we stopped skiing. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been skiing for fucking years. Yeah, because skiing. But that's why it has the last to time I went to skiing with my family was when I was eleven or twelve, and yeah. it was literally divorce. We didn't go skiing again. <laughs> but now you can understand why it. there's emotions attached to it. Oh, exactly. You can understand where the yeah because yeah. immediately it's like yeah. well I can't ski anymore. 
Yeah. And that says something, do you know what I mean? And yeah, if you yeah. can ski, that says something as it well. Says, so it I'm has... even a bit annoyed that you went skiing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that it, it's a but very, emo- very like, emotionally much, charged thing. Much like in, in the opposite way of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> nice. I used to ski and now I miss, I lament the loss of skiing. Yeah. I think I feel a song coming up. Yeah, but if... You... <laughs> <laughs> Why did my parents get divorced? We used to, to ski. <laughs> Yeah, no, I nearly died. Um, I nearly died skiing. I told you this. Really? Yeah. How come? How? We got on a chairlift, and it was uh, a very tall one. Most yeah. chairlifts are very tall, but there was a. Yeah. I got on it. I got on wrong because I'm an idiot, and um, I slipped through the um, like the barrier thing. Slipped Jesus. through, and my dad literally caught me. My dad and my friend's dad caught me. And I was fucking dangling out of the chairlift yeah. with just those two hanging on to me. I had what nothing. What happened to you fall? Probably. I, like, How far? I can't because it, it was early in the chairlift. It was fair, or did it, it go was fairly early, but it went up. No, so it, but it went up quickly. They stopped. Definitely it. two broken legs, at least. I yeah. may be deaf. Yeah. I laughed. I asked mum about it. And yeah. I can't remember what she said because she was. My mum was behind on the chairlift behind. Yeah. Fucking screaming at the guy to stop, but yeah. he didn't stop it for a, a good like twenty seconds because yeah. I don't think he really realised what was happening. Yeah. Then they stopped it, and then we were high up, but they obviously had to pull that thing up. Were you then, just dangling the whole time? I was just dangling. I had no control. <laughs> Your ski—that is terrifying. It was terrifying, yeah. yeah. But they, yeah. So literally, did my dad did say? I can me. imagine you'd be quite good at skiing. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you went when you're older. Yeah, know. maybe. Yeah, no. Slightly. I was never, never, well, I, actually, I've only been when I was 12. Because, um, yeah, my, my dad was super into skiing. My mum hates skiing. I'm not naturally good at skiing. But I've been I can imagine you being terrible. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I've, I've been, be, yeah. I've been, I've, I'm, I'm actually all right. But um, BB's never been. And basically, her dad loves skiing. Yeah. And um, I can already hear, feel people being pissed off. I'm getting more annoyed at you, actually. That's like, yeah, I, I don't really know. I might distance myself from um, this. You're really saying a lot of bad shit this episode, aren't you? But, so BB's dad always goes skiing, but then assumed that BB was not interested at all. And basically, I was at dinner with her dad, and he said, we're going skiing. I was like, take BB. Yeah, so it's yeah. like teachers. And BB hadn't even considered it. I'm like, if someone offers you to go skiing, boomer, boomers love skiing. So if you can try and find like a wealthy boomer to be a dad or shack a first step, shack up with, then jump on any opportunity to go skiing. You'll have to go a couple of blowies in a chalet. But... <laughs> sure, sure. So she'd never been skiing before. So we, we went with her family. And um, obviously they're all learning to ski. And this yeah. is more me trying to lay the groundwork so that she can learn to ski so she at least has that so it's an it's option it's like girlfriend training it is so it was, it was like it's going to be a dud holiday for you yeah yeah because it's more about you just seeing if you can hack and it and you went skiing over international women's day <laughs> as well it's like it's, it's you're saying you've got to have a certain amount of requisite skills yeah. in order to if this is going to go the distance yeah and um what other things would that include skiing that's it that's it <laughs> that's the works yeah um but uh so i went skiing with her dad who's 69 loves skiing uh, we are the only people who could ski, apart mm. from the older brother who's looking after his daughter, uh, like a one-year-old. So it was, it was just me and her dad. I haven't spent that much time with him. I was going to say because so it's, it's I an know the thing. dinner you're talking about that you yeah. went to, and it was that's that like you had a f- meet him. Yeah, I think the only other time you met him was when he fondled your testicles. He didn't fondle my testicles. He examined my penis uh, medically. He's a doctor. We all know he was a bit handsy. He was handsy, but uh, I didn't stop him. You know, it's on me. And you should have well, seen. You, what, you should have seen what I was wearing as well. Um, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Go on then. Go on then, big man. 
I was wearing leather chaps. Leather chaps. Oh, great. I what? was wearing arseless chaps. Arse, even though he was examining your cock. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it was... There was an implicit. So did he have to go... There with, was... It was implicit. Did he I to, came in with arseless yeah, chaps. Anyway, right? Okay, yeah. Did he have to then examine you, like, round the chaps? Because you might... Because I was thinking... That's the only way in. in. It's the only way in. It, otherwise, you have yeah. to... The only way to get into the trousers is you have to put your feet through the chaps. The feet through? That's how you, oh, you right. have to pull them in through the chaps. Is that how you actually get in the chaps? No, I don't know. Okay, no, no, because they still they still work as trousers. <laughs> they still work as normal fucking trousers. It's just the arse is cut out. You don't have to get me. I can't believe I believe that for a second. But you could have gone in with arseless and crotchless chaps because yeah. then it'd be like because you could like play awkward like you don't want to get yeah. naked in front of him. So yeah. this is the least amount of skin you can show. Yeah, the uh, leather being just fun optional yeah. material. Um, and. Anyway, so it's an intimate thing to go on the slides with, uh, but it was good. We were getting on fine. It was great. It's actually, just sorry before, yeah. it's probably the least intimate thing you can do with uh, uh, the the father of a girlfriend because like you're so distant when you're going down the slopes. Yeah, I guess so. And you, the only, and you can have a very clear, like when you stop and you meet, oh, I'll meet you down there. Yeah. And then it's like, which one should we go on next? You're very much in your own world. Yeah. Whereas going around Turkey with him, going That's- around, going around the bazaars in Turkey. That's more intimate. That's more intimate. Yeah, because I guess it's like swimming. It's a, especially for men. I think skiing, it really cuts out any sort of and any of the masculine awkwardness. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're doing. You're I skiing. think it's the you're, perfect. It's thing. probably the perfect because you're the sliding down other, the skirt because yeah. it, it, conversation. And you're both being men. You're just both being men. Both being dudes. Also, like you know, if the conversation dries up, do you want to just pop down and say, yeah, yeah, let's absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah, and no, yeah, it's, it's perfect. The yeah. only thing is maybe um, the chairlifts. Chairlifts, intimate. That is, and it's a long. Quiet it's a long time. It's a long, quiet conversation. The only thing, but I think also, would be, it's permit. Silence is permitted because you're in the mountains. Absolutely. And the, there's never you experience. It. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no silence like there is in the mountains. Correct. So it's a can, peaceful. Moment. It's a silence that you can actually listen to. It's like and it's, it's not shared, an awkward silence because it's so silent. It's a shared meditation sure. in some ways. The only other thing that'll be similar to that is scuba diving. Yes. Well, scuba diving. That's As probably in, an activity to do with a, a father-in-law. I think that would be the best. Yeah. Because that's it's both about just you're in your ass, you're doing your own thing. You're hanging out, but you like, literally can't. And it's speak. literally because like on the slope, when you're skiing down, you can just kind of give him a wave. Or yeah. in, underwater, it's just one of those. That's all you can do. What's that that okay. really, yeah, okay, okay. That's probably the perfect but like, thumbs up. This is good, isn't you it? You can't without having to talk. Do you think you could ever? Do you think someone who's really awkward could make it? Do you think you could ever have an awkward moment? Not, not. Like, I don't mean awkward as in yeah, like yeah, yeah. Get, getting your thing tangled up. But I mean socially. Yeah, you go for a joke, being like pretend to fuck a bitch. <laughs> That's how you lose faith. The father-in-law loses faith in you. <laughs> you tried, you're just like, oi, what's this? And then, and then he's like... And then he doesn't... <laughs> then, yeah, that would be bad. If you felt like... Well, you just see him <laughs> shake his head. If you felt... If you felt socially... If you were scuba diving yeah. and you felt socially awkward, you've really fucked You've really fucked it. But anyway... The only way to do it is if you go for a big joke and yeah. it doesn't laugh. <laughs> just getting his attention, waving in the water, just blowing bubbles. Like, I'm here... <laughs> and you're laughing you can see the bubbles coming out from you laughing <laughs> and then there's just no bubbles coming from his thing and then you just see him shake his head at you and then swim off um, anyway but uh, so it was the first day everything had gone perfectly they'd actually chosen the ski resort based on the fact that it's actually the easiest ski resort to get from the UK it's in this part of Austria, Austria it's it? Uh, the easiest one because you fly in and it's 20 minute drive oh, from the easy. airport when a lot of them are like three easy. hour yeah. coach trip so yeah. it was just a dream oh, easy, from yeah. start to nice. finish um, and it was just going really well and then um, it was just me up and him up on the slopes so we're going down so and why, he, where are the others 
they're all learning. Yeah, yeah. They're all just in, like a baby slate learning. And we've already done a morning of skiing. It's gone great. Do you have lunch with him though? We'd had lunch all together. Yeah, yeah. Headed back out, just me and him, to a more difficult slope. And he's much better skier than I am. Yeah. And then he slipped, which was really weird because he, he seems very in control. And I said, are you good? He said, fine. Gets up again. Then it, he skis down a bit further and then I see him slip again. I yeah. ski down. And I go, you all right? And um, he's got like sort of, saliva sort of appeared around his mouth and he goes just very calmly, he goes, I've uh, broken my hip. Because <laughs> he's obviously a yeah, top, yeah. top doctor. Yeah, and so he, he knew knows. instantly. And he's a very quite stiff upper lip kind of guy. Well, a stoic man. Yeah, yeah. So it's the calmest I've ever seen. And he obviously knows immediately when he's broken his hip. Yeah. So he slipped and a, his ski got caught under. And it's because uh, of his bones. He's 69. And he just goes. No, knowing instantly when you've, when you've broken something yeah. is like a, what's the thing? of something and a curse. A blessing and a, a blessing curse. A blessing and a curse. Because it's I'm, good to diagnose yourself, but it's like, oh, I don't really want to know that. Yeah, I, I wish there was want, some mystery. You want some hope. the hope for a second. Yeah. Like, you hear a crack like, oh, that would be And it wasn't, I think, I broke my He's like, I broke my hip. And because he was so calm, yeah. we're right by a chairlift. I was going to ask the chairlift guy for the ambulance. I kind of... I, he, he possessed that calmness onto me. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, okay, cool. I'll go get the ambulance. And I walked down. And I was like, hi, mate. Um... My uh, girlfriend's dad uh, broken his hip, and then then I was walking. Around, I was like, "Oh shit!" I should have been more. But yeah, he, was, yeah. he was just so calm yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And then I actually post the video, and I'll put it here. I've yeah. got extraordinary footage of we had the ambulance come, and then the helicopter landed yeah, on yeah. the thing. Um, and after about three minutes, he was like, "I haven't broken my hip. I've broken my femur, which is, which is a long, the long bone which down is one here. Of the worst bones you can break." Yes, um, and the fact that he, it, after like a two minutes, he was like, "Yeah, not hip. It's actually femur." And I, I just realised he's he's, re it. he's realised. Can you imagine yeah. if he's being airlifted up? <laughs> <laughs> just like no, no, it's the, it's um, the femur. And so then. Uh, they, they came down and they were all jovial and joking and he didn't let out a whimper yeah uh, they, they they put give, gave him morphine on the slopes we all lifted him up onto the thing morphine on the slopes sounds like a good holiday <laughs> it does morphine on the slopes and then they put him into the helicopter and I just the helicopter just lifted up and went away and then that silence of the mountain and I was like this is one of those surreal moments yeah, where like, yeah. that like the day before I was in the UK and yeah, now yeah. I'm on a mountain in Austria Boy, watching my girlfriend's dad <laughs> Just you don't know that well. Oh, I don't know that, that well. I'm like, this is fucking mental. Uh, so he's still out there. He's yeah, because we've had uh, one of our friends was in a terrible skiing accident it's recently. Dangerous, it's man. been it's been a bit of a fucking clusterfuck yeah. recently. I mean, she but she was out there for like three more weeks. I mean, that was hers was much hers worse. was a lot worse. Yeah. Much worse um, than but his. his, 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 his just he will never ski again. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. And it was, it was weird being... Well, that's almost the worst injury, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, he should, it's partly a sign he shouldn't have been skiing because yeah. he's too old. He's 69. Yeah. and he, but yeah, Fair play to... Yeah. To um, but so what he... So he fell... So you said he fell twice. Do you think he, he broke it on the first no, one? No, no. I think he... I, I, it just seemed like maybe his confidence went after the first one and then... And then his hip just broke. <laughs> and his femur just gave him. No. Due to a lack of confidence. The, no, and then the second fall... <laughs> It literally, he fell yeah, on the yeah. ski. Um, so yeah, I was with Bibi for her first ski and with the dad for the last, which was a very a, a, a circular thing. Did it make you feel powerful? It did make you feel powerful. It made me feel stronger than ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, and it, obviously it was a bit strange after that in some ways, but it was also a great, every, apart from that, it was great. Um, but so, how, so you then had to inform Bibi and the brothers yeah. that, that it had happened. How did yeah. that go? Well, I waited as long as possible and I should have actually waited longer 
because I know they're trying to learn as soon as I've told them that. They'll, they'll forget everything. They've fucked the lesson. They're, and I told them 20 yeah. minutes before the end. And apparently, the well, last, interesting... apparently the last 20 minutes they crashed. All of them crashed all the time because they'd all just lost their head. And I was like, uh, I should have really waited till the Oh, I guess, I guess, yeah, it's not actually yeah. that important because you, it, you're, there's not, nothing you're not going to rush her to the hospital. No, yeah, Did nothing. you not go to the hospital? Did you? Uh, COVID. So there was a couple of people where... Oh, yeah, because yeah. Ali, Ali had that. He managed to barge his way in a couple of times just because of how bad it was. Uh, but also, it's, it, that's him and his girlfriend, the dad. He's he's definitely someone who didn't need... He yeah, wasn't yeah, like fine, I, yeah, I'll sort it out. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was funny being out there again because skiing is just... It is the whitest thing in the world. Because of all the snow. Partly that. And it, but it's not the fact that everyone there is white. That's not actually the reason why it's so white. Because there's quite a lot of things where there's just white people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make it deep. It's, it's deeper than that. There's something like, so deeply yeah. white about skiing because I think it's in the sense that the way that... You, look in the Alps, white people have seen a mountain. Hmm. So in the Himalayas, Nepalese um, locals see the mountain as an expression of Mother Nature, a sort yeah. of a mountain god to be feared to and respected. To admire and, and yeah. fear. That's how their culture would respond to their mountains. White people see a mountain and it goes, <laughs> let's build a pub at the top and I bet I could slide down that yeah, bitch yeah. quicker than you. <laughs> That's genuinely, there's something, the fact that we're all there, they've built yeah. pubs on it and it's like these these huge sublime gorgeous mountains that the Alps yeah, this like yeah. huge range and just everywhere there's just pubs chairlifts yeah, yeah. everything has it's to be real, conquered it's a con- I was about to say it's, everything it's about conquering the mountain all these slopes have to, it has to be like luxury almost, almost defiling the mountains defiling. for our physical I pleasure. went to the top I went to the top of one of the mountains and I'm up there there's, there's obviously a white dude up there just one guy um, who's got the parachute thing yeah yeah emotionless on his face he just threw the parachute off and then jumps off and just flies down. Yeah. It's like, you're not, we're not meant to be doing this sort of stuff. It. There's something, yeah. I watched this documentary called Everest, which is very good. It's on Netflix about um, tensions between Sherpas. And it's called Sherpa. Between the tensions between Sherpas who cart all the stuff up Everest and the sort of Europeans. Yeah, who, yeah. And the kind of main point of the thing was how different the approach to climbing Everest is. Where the locals who live around it, they're all Sherpas because... Uh, it makes them so much more money. Yeah. But it's culturally, the idea of standing on top of Everest is sort of defiling it. It's like trying yeah, to... blasphemy. But, but then for the European mindset, it's about uh, mountain to conquer. And the yeah, idea yeah, of Everest yeah. to, in the West... Well, in a sense, it's is it's of, like, what's the most impressive thing you can do? Yeah. Climb Everest. It's almost like a material possession. It, 100%. That. And that's why um, Westerners pay so much money. Yeah, yeah. And then they, now there's like luxury experiences going up yeah, there. Yeah. And like Sherpas who do it like every year yeah, they yeah. go up and down Which and, they're, crazy, and yeah. they're like making teas and coffees for everyone. They, they have all this thing. Yeah, so they yeah. take care of it. So you can have this experience of yeah. sort of, you can really see the difference in the traditional Eastern Western mindset. It completely. Um, and then I just realized that skiing is the epitome of that. Yeah, just yeah. the whole culture of it. Um, it's almost a disregard for yeah. the sanctity of the mountain. It's true. And also the, the part of the reason that it, I feel like there's so few black skiers as well I feel if you... You're going to say something else offensive. No, it's not really offensive. <laughs> let's go, for, I, let's go I, for four. But it's the same with w- why culturally black people aren't as into extreme sports. Yeah. You know, if you look at any Red Bull extreme sports, past the maybe socioeconomic... You're referring reasons, to the soapbox race. I'm not talking about soapbox race. Yeah, yeah. 
if you have enough problems happening in your life, you don't have time to make a soapbox. You don't. Not only that, but you don't need. You don't look on a holiday to try and instill the fear of death in you. Oh yeah, to you, sort of you simulate death, to perhaps relax. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe even take stock. <laughs> you know, if if you're living in a Western country, yeah, a racist Western country, the idea of like trying to make you, make you feel what death might feel like. It becomes like. a punishment it becomes, for all the things that you do bad, all the things that you know are internalised into 100%. our culture, our race and our society on a daily basis. And Because you know we shouldn't be living in as much luxury as we are. Yeah. So in holiday, go and jump off a mountain, go and risk your lives on the slope to feel something. Yeah, it's, it's more... It, 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 it's self-flagellation. Pri- privileged white people don't ha- feel that rush of... Um, death but then so they, they all they look for is things to kind of simulate that with a pub at lunch with a pub at lunch <laughs> <laughs> because you can't do it that much still and that's what I was thinking there. when I saw Bibi's dad being yeah. helicoptered off the mountain it's like yeah. we shouldn't be doing this well, this, this is yeah, fucking this is mental. mental I guess this it really is absolutely mental I, yeah, I've never seen a serious as in well I've seen people being airlifted yeah. but like I've never been part of a serious yeah. skiing incident and I guess it really it because it's so it's almost so silly You're yeah down it's like fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, this is good. And all it takes is just a blash and then it's like, yeah, this is probably a bad idea. What the fuck are we all doing here? I think everyone knows it's a bad idea. But, but it's, it's like, a, not until someone... Not it's, until someone... It's pure magic until someone... Cry. But yeah. I guess that's part of it, is the slight fear of death is what makes it so thrilling. So thrilling, yeah. yeah. It's a very slight fear of death. Do you listen to music? When oh, yeah, I have tied it now. Oh, my God, changes. It's thing. unbelievable. Yeah, I went because the only time I've been post-divorce was with Izzy and yeah. her family. And she's a big headphone, of course she is, a big headphone when she's headphone in when she's skiing. And I hadn't done it because I hadn't been unbelievable. since I was 12. And oh my God, does it change It's game. just unbelievable. It's just every, any song, because it, be, it could be a melancholic song and you're going down and taking in the gorgeous views and it's like a pensive ski. Or it can be like a happy song and you're going down and you're just loving but life. It, it, or it yeah. could be a fucking banging like yeah. hard techno song and you think you're the best ski, skier that's ever existed. Yeah. I, I, in, the, in the same way, I feel if you're on heavy psychedelic drugs... Listening, maybe, to maybe. En- listening to any song. Now that would it, be taking the no, piss out. I mean, no, 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 I don't mean. Should we do mushrooms? I wasn't, I wasn't saying. And then go and break our feet. I wasn't saying. I wasn't <laughs> saying collective. I'm saying when you lift on heavy psychedelic drugs and then you listen to the so- songs you listen to loads. Yeah, you yeah. have a different reading of it when you're going down, down the slopes. Down, you have a completely different way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, yes, I need a wee quickly. Uh, I think we're going to end the episode here anyway. Okay. So if you guys want to carry on listening to this, we're going to do a quick Patreon episode now. Um, I have an amusing story about someone urinating in a Weatherspoons so I'll see you then thanks for listening guys